Oh, oh wait. Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> Good evening, guys. You know, I've only watched that movie once from start to finish. Uh, and it was like within the last year. Yeah, I remember that. We, uh, I, mean, I, think we, I think we touched on that spellbinding experience on a uh, that would, previous cast. That would be a movie. That would be a great example of a movie. <clears throat> it holds up. There may be some leaks here and there, chinks in the armor, but for the most part, the story is as gripping from start to finish as any. It certainly is, John. It There's certainly is. A, it's enthralling, spellbinding, and edge of your seatness uh, in the 25, 30 years since it's come out. It's spellbinding. It is spellbinding. It's spell, I've been using that. In my, it's been my lexicon now. I've been like saying that. They're like, oh, yeah, the, the, uh, the show was really good last night that I watched on HBO. I'd be like, was it spellbinding? And they're like, it was spellbinding. I was like, so it was spellbound. And they're like, what? Oh, is that the correct usage? It was spellbound? I don't know. I think it's, spell, I think it's spellbinding. Okay. I don't know. Spellbinding, like, uh, what other word is like spellbinding? Like, it's... None that I can think of. It's its own class, spellbinding. I guess another close word would be like, it's enchanting. Right, there you it, go. There's a good one. It's enchanting. It was an enchantment of an evening. I like when I see uh, flyers or like an invite for some kind of like black tie wine event, and it's always the same thing. It's like, join us for a night of enchantment, delicious wine, and yummy eats. To benefit the local Chapter 97 Cancer Research Center or something like that, join us. $150 a ticket at Norm's Restaurant for an enchanting evening that's spellbinding. Libations. 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 Is a libation like liquor? Is that like yeah. alcohol? Okay. Yeah, the libations. libations. It sounds you just like... don't say that anymore, though. That's what you said when you... During the days when they would like mix liquor with medicine, when like they use liquor as medicine, like if you got shot in the 1850s and they're like, get him some brandy, you know, that, that's like when libation is used. Like he needs libations. Oh, yeah, because it sounds like you could just say like sh- instead of she's it, it's the menstrual cycle, it could very well be the libation cycle. The and libation. I would, it, would, it would sound right. Why is she so salty and ordered this week? She's on the libation cycle. Libations. Tweet us. The Underscore Podcast. I guess she's we're waiting so on this salty. here. Why is, she in, why is she so bloody bitchy? Well, she's John, so she's, she's ornery because it's the libations period. It's the libation and cleaning of the uh, libation wall. <clears throat> they had covered a new dinosaur that was bitchy. Oh, yes, that's the uh, Bitchceratops from the Libaceous period. It's pre-Jurassic. It's Libaceous. Mesmerizing. Like Mes- yeah, mesmerizing. 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 Words that people use on paper that you would never use in a real conversation. Until now. We need to start like bringing those up. like, But not even make a joke of it. Just see what people react like. How was, the, uh, how was your dinner? You know what? It it was pretty enchanting. It was pretty enchanting. Uh, it was libaceous. Uh, it was mesmerizing, spellbinding, 
one and, of the uh, uh, one of the, the synonyms citrus. here synonym for spellbinding is kill. What? Whoa! <laughs> we just got dark. Fuck. Was it a good voodoo. evening? Yeah, until the killing happened. I like voodoo. I want to use voodoo more, but I have voodoo. to use it in the correct places. Hmm. Voodoo. Okay. I read a. Uh, about timing. That article we, you mentioned on the last show, you Tickle. brought up Brian, Brian Ryland. I read that article, man. How about that? He, there's a video of it that's like 12 <sighs> minutes long, and they show the cop. If you're not familiar, listeners, with the, the story, <clears throat> we knew a guy named Brian Ryland. You can you look it up. Google it. And he tried he to beat arrested. me up. Me too. Yeah, he tripped me in, in junior high. They, they jacked me up at, at, a, at a mixer in, in middle school. And, uh, it was broken up by one of the chaperones, and uh, then then that was like the first time I learned how to talk my way out of anything. Oh, these really? Guys wanted to whip my ass because we made fun of them, and I told them that we didn't. Oh yeah, that's I said right. no, 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 no. That we didn't, we didn't do that. She's making it up. Why would I do that? You know. Yeah. Why would so I do that? That's ridiculous. He, he was part of this like group of thugs, of guys that were always in trouble. Or you know they were scary, back in those yeah. back in that you know era. Yeah, you know, at that age when there were bullies, yeah, they were like bullies, tough guys. They were all from like Philly. Oh. You know, they're, they're all like a group in Philly. They were all like for some reason they all just like transplanted from Philadelphia like that year and hung out together. Yeah, I remember everyone. Yeah. Wait a minute, in Philly or something like that, and they just happened to like end up in New Britain, Pennsylvania in the same year together. I'm like, okay. I didn't but you know are that. like 11 years old. I don't know how tough your upbringing in Philly was. Like you <laughs> moved to the burbs at 11. I don't... Yeah, let me tell you something. I've smoked weed with guys from Philly, and they cannot hang with kids from the suburbs. I'm sorry. Because they're smoking that swag dirt. Right. The swag dirt. <laughs> that swag dirt. But this guy was arrested. I he guess never. he was like... He had a history of violence and threats against his girlfriend oh, and the cops arrested him for like harassing her again and choking her or something he was like domestic violence stuff so we he got arrested he always had a temper and then i guess he got arrested not just for that day but he had like warrants for like burglarizing her home like in february of this year like the guy has a checkered pass he was going to go back to jail uh sooner or later and then but in custody at the new hope police station he was. He dropped like a packet of cocaine. The cops oh, is went that to. What it was? Well, it was like a white packet. I only imagine it's coke or heroin. I, uh, I assume coke. I think I heard somewhere he's so it was like mints. And uh, he was like that, but he says that's not mine. When yeah, the, and he when tried someone, to flush it, and then he was like, "Wait, wait." <laughs> and he's he was a, he was a guy that he was one of those he was like one of those people who you put up with. Because when they have their good moments, they're really great, and and uh, but then so you kind of deal right. with the bad moments, almost like Artie Lang. Like Brian Riley was one of the funniest people I've ever known. I played it on yeah. the basketball team with him in seventh grade, and oh. you know, we all, Mr. White <clears throat> kept us all pretty tight, and we all like went out and went to friendlies together, and we'd go to like St. Joe's basketball games, and. Uh, he was hilarious, but like there were times where he'd get technicals or thrown out of games, and so yeah, there was right. always like a Jekyll and Hyde going on. You always knew. Yeah. I wasn't surprised when I heard that he got shot. 
Right. Uh, you weren't surprised. Like, it's sad. Hey, he's he's alive, by the way. He's just, yeah. uh, and he'll probably get a big payday out of that. I mean, a cop accidentally, the cop went to reach for his taser and yelled taser, but he pulled out his gun by mistake and shot him. And there's no Cops charges against trouble. the cop or anything. And, you know, uh, but, you know, he'll probably get a payday out of that. He's already has a lawyer. They'll definitely sue the city and get something. Because yeah. it's on video. You know yeah. what I mean? Like with everything about the police these days, a jury would side with him if the lawyer, you know. Yeah. And like the weird thing is they don't say anything to him in the video. They just all of a sudden start trying to restrain him. Like, instead right. of just saying, like, what is that? Don't, don't, like, whatever just fell out. Like, what is that? They were like, no, no. And Brian was like, get off me. And was just trying to right. like, get away. And, and he was like, you know, like, get off of me. Like, stop touching me. I, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like those cops, they're, they're going to lose. They blew oh, yeah, it. definitely. They really they're... blew it. One retired, like, right away. He, The guy that shot him was 65 years old. So he's kind of too old to be, like, a cop yeah. on the force anyway. Yeah. You know? And so he retired, like, right away because the mayor was probably like, yo, you need to step down or they're going to call for your firing and, you know, end your career, like, on a, yeah. on a better note yeah. because you, he had, like, a good police record, this guy. He had, like, a lot of awards and was, like, commended for public service. Like, he sounded like a good cop. But in these small towns, like New Hope, Pennsylvania – that's they don't they're not used to that. It's not like L.A. or Miami no. where it's like you know that's a, they wouldn't even arrest the guy for having like a packet of drugs on him. They see a packet of drugs and they pounce on it like oh we got something you know more charges. So right. yeah, like they overreact. They overreact. Oh my god, drugs! We got him. We finally got one. But like uh, all the so, history of of domestic violence, that's kind of. It's kind of like the worst thing. That like you don't put up with that, you know. Like all the stuff I was talking about, how he was just kind of would fly off the handle, but he was really funny, so everybody just kind of put up with him. Yeah, violence towards women. It's like, nah, you're a jackass. You should be in jail anyway. You should probably just be removed from society. Right. You can't do that. And that's this. Apparently, he had a bad temper because he was. Yeah, his girlfriend like, tried to break up with him like months ago and I don't know the story I'm only going from what I read in the news but you know he would like show up at her work in her house and like threaten to kill himself and you know like he sounds like a real loose can yeah man, sounds like crazy. drugs really like 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 a lot of bad and I I didn't you know Brian as well that. as you did but I hung out with him after I left St. Jude and went to Unami for like a year I hung out with like him and some of those other guys a little bit and I went over his house a lot and like you know it was it was all kind of innocent but he had his moments where you're like no we're just gonna fucking steal that and you're like why are you becoming like this monster all of a sudden it was like right. funny playing by the pool today but now you're like yo we're gonna jump that kid or something I'm like I don't I, I hung out with those guys for maybe like a couple weeks how you and I would behave if we hadn't been heavily medicated since the early 90s Right, since we weren't you under know. the grasp of the American Medical Association's wings. If we weren't being buried in the blizzard of the pharmacological, pharmacological... <laughs> the pharmacological bosom. <laughs> bosom. You know what I mean? Because I remember before I was medicated, there would be moments where it was like all of a sudden, let's jump off a roof. Yeah, right. Let's or do, something insane. Yeah, yeah, you I, know what? I feel wild. I want to pull my pants down in front of a school bus. But I mean, that was just last week. Or 
someone's parents. Someone's parents. <laughs> Pull it down. I used to take my pants down at Pocos you know? a lot. Doylestown. It became like a joke. I would moon people. And people would be like, hey, his ass is hanging out. It's Clark. And it would be like a laugh. And I remember uh, the, the bartender locals. said, uh, the locals, the bartender like loved us. And the guy had a drinking problem. And he was like always drunk on the job. So he was like, hey, Matt, I'll give you guys a round of free like pink squirrels or whatever if you do the woman. And I was like, I'm not going to like get arrested or anything or you're not going to call the cops and you'll back me up. They're like, no, no, we'll give you guys all free drinks if you do the woman. So I did the woman in a public place, like a public nudity. And he's like, all right. And he was dying. He's like, free drinks. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that went on back then. Wow. That's yeah. amazing that that even happened. But it's, yeah, it's like medication and stuff. But Brian Wiling. Uh, I feel kind of sad for him that that happened. Right, yeah. Uh, let's wrap up this uh, vagina man when I tuck my dick between my legs. Talk and get back to this kid we knew from our youth who got shot in, and in right around the penis, didn't he? What's that? Didn't he get shot like around the uh, the uh, the chram? He got shot in the old meat and tooth edge. Uh, I thought he, it looked like he did, but the paper said in the stomach. So I don't know. Okay, so yeah, it, it was, was probably like the abdomen somewhere. Dude, the the, the stomach. You get shot in the stomach. You're in deep shit. I didn't. I didn't realize that uh, he got shot yeah, in the stomach. It, I thought it was like a leg, but he kept uh, saying my organs. It's in my the organs. <laughs> there was like one good article on it. It was uh, CNN actually did an article on it, but then the rest were like the Burlington County Times, <laughs> the New Hope Centurion, and I'm like, these aren't credible. Shalfant rag. But people, the public support, <clears throat> I think, if he were black, this would be national news like Anderson Cooper would be talking about it. But because he was white and domestic violence, yeah, right. Nope, it, it didn't get picked up like a lot of people, because I read the comments section, some of these news articles, which are like terrible, and they're all like, he deserved it. That's what you get. Look at the history of domestic violence. And I get that. You know, I'm not waving my flag for him. He he didn't get deserve, he didn't deserve to be shot but he wasn't a saint that was wrongfully targeted by police like he he was going to go to jail he had warrants out for violence against women oh he did have warrants i'm sorry if yeah. you said that before i didn't he had one from february for breaking into her home he like robbed her house or something and there was like arrest mm, warrants out for him then breaking into her home meaning like Right. Did he come you in know, and she said no? Right. Like he was there getting stuff and she was like, he was here. He was here and he wasn't supposed to be. So it's like technically breaking and entering because maybe there's like a restraining warrant. But whatever. He, we yeah. all know. He flipped off. He flew off the handle uh, right. at times. And that probably never changed because he never saw a shrink or, you know, and a he professional didn't have a dad. drug dealer. And I remember he never had a dad. Like, right. or he single did, mom. but single mom and mm -hmm. nothing against his mother. But I met her a few times and she was like crazy. She like was like Eminem's mom. Yeah, it was like Debbie Mathers smoking cigarettes in the house, like constantly, chain, like chain smoking, like constantly. And was like this fucking guy and yelling. And you're like, okay, I can see why this kid's kind of fucked up. Right. And uh, they're, his younger brother, Big Bear, Dennis Riling, is like this weed entrepreneur oh really yeah it's like a shop or like oh. a farm maybe oh really cannabis i believe murder so. mountain murder mountain murder mountain 
I'm gonna tap in Biss here. We'll let the. Oh, yeah, uh, I was just gonna say, where the hell is fucking Biss? Jesus. Tweet us at the underscore Twin City. John's Tag cat us tonight. on Facebook. Tag us on Facebook. Like us on MySpace and follow us on Jagasites. I love the Minnesota Twins cat. Oh yeah, I needed one. I needed one, and the most comfortable one was this. I remember the Twins. The Twin Cities. I can't remember where their hat is. Sixers, man, what a heartbreaker this week. I didn't even watch the last, like, minute. I just knew it. I, I texted my dad, Kawhi is going to finish us, Kawhi Leonard. He's going to dagger us, and with four seconds to go, he what hit happened? a shot that bounced four times before it went through the hoop, and I just felt the penis insert my butthole. Yeah, it, the butthole was enchanting and spellbinding, and you were like, oh, oh there goes the dynamite. Boom. Boom booms. It, it transported me. There goes the dog. It was bad voodoo. But it was heartbreaker, though. But we needed this. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way we're going to make it to the finals. Uh, that's that's crazy to think. This team yeah. has been playing together for that's two years. That's poppycock. That's, you know? that's ludicrous poppycock. But we've made the... We've made... We've made the playoffs two years in a row. We've made it to the Who second round it? two years in a row. Uh, we made it to the game seven this year. So, if we can re-sign Jimmy Butler and keep the core intact, Ooh, the core I intact. expect really, really big things next year. <clears throat> I like that analogy, as William Butler, as William Butler Yeats said, "The hole Who? doesn't stay centered." I'm not sure. I think it's a nerd tonight. Scardy seems to be having some Wi-Fi communique. I think it'd be funny if Discard couldn't get on Wi-Fi, but but he tried to get us on Facebook thread, but he was connected to Wi-Fi, so that wasn't working. So he's alone, silently going like, "The fuck, the fuck, the fuck, the fuck, the fuck." Well, since we're talking about sports, Matt, I will. Uh, I might as well go over and take a look at the standings. Actually, the final four in the NBA here, the playoffs. Uh, dwindling wow. down to the finals, the conference finals. Warriors Blazers currently playing, and the Blazers leading in game one of the Western Conference Finals, 59 45, with 155 to go that in the zoops. first half. I know, that's uh, pretty insane. Uh, Durant is going to be out until at least game five if they nice. get that far. The Blazers could fucking steal one here. It would be incredible if they did. Their time is due. They got a good team. It's possible. It would be so insane if it if was a finals without LeBron or the Warriors. It would be the, like the first time in 10 years. Yeah, it would be. It's not crazy. speaking. That's just crazy. <laughs> Worst day of my life, what do you think? No Spurs, no, Le- no Warriors, or no LeBron in the finals. That is just crazy. That's just crazy. I just can't get on board with that kind of banana foster. Let me get your ginger on something. When you watched the Sixers game, you knew when you watch, when you and your dad watched together, or you, we were watching it at the same time in different yeah. states. Do you Texting. guys like text each other throughout the game? Like, <clears throat> what was that? I think that's pretty cool that you guys do that. Yeah. K- kind of like live updates from somebody at a game is better than reading it on your phone. 
You know, if like your dad's at the game, it's like, oh, Utley just scored. I'm talking about like back in the day. It's like, oh, really? What's the score now? Like I could easily look this up, but it's it's more exciting if like a live person is telling you because you feel like you're there in a a weird way. I totally agree, and it's it's theater of the mind. Uh, It like forces like (laughs) every like corner of your brain to like fold in and like work together because you're focused on this one sound or this one like you know stream of information. One of the most memorable Phillies games I ever remember being a part of. Uh, we were on the beach and we were listening to it on the radio, and it was like a day game. It was like a four-game series against the Mets, and this was Game Four, and we were down like eight to one in like the fourth inning. So like most people turned off their radios, but like. A couple people had them on, and all of a sudden in the seventh inning, we start coming back, and then it like goes to extra innings. Oh, wow. And there's like seven other pe- like groups of people on the beach with radios listening to the game at the same time. Gosh. Where, in New Jersey? In, yeah, in Sea Isle. And I think it was when, it was the year when like the Mets lost like 17 in a row, and we like just went on a tear, and it was like one of the last games of the season where we, we took first place. Oh wow! Yeah, but it was That's because exciting. we were listening. You know, we weren't watching it. We were listening yeah, on listening the radio. Is, it's it's like different. It is different because you're like you're you only have the the visuals of your mind of what they're feeding you through your ears. Right. If that makes any sense, yes. you know, it's like listening to Harry Callis when he used to broadcast the games when he was alive. You it was like it was more memorable than just watch. I mean, he he did it on TV, obviously, but when you're listening, you're like. Focus. It's, it's interesting. You're like not visually distracted. You're just focused on. It. <clears throat> exactly. The the eye can trick. The eye can trick. That's, the it. That's pretty cool. A tricky bitch. You guys had the radio, and like other people on the beach had their own radio. Yeah, yeah. And we saw people like high fiving at the same time as we were, and it was it was magic. And it was like you know, around like six or seven o'clock, so like the sun was going down. Oh, perfect. I know. I There's something huge about radio. Red Phillies boner. I'm gonna. T- I had a huge red rover it's boner. It's like that bat. It's like that Phillies bat. That you sent I'm gonna, me. I'm gonna tell Brabus we're trying to uh, pod him in. Um, yeah, yeah, because the uh, gladiators and the smokers uh, are now currently uh, playing, but also the smokers, reindeer, and the <laughs> clever what? girls. What's the smokers? The Blazers. Oh, the oh. I was gonna. I would have said the Lewis and Clarks. <laughs> oh, see, you went full trail. See, I, I. I fucking missed it. The Nuggets and the Blazers went seven games. There was like so many jokes there that I like didn't oh, realize until game seven. I was like, oh no, wait. The Nugs and the Blaze, Blaze, Nugs, Nugs, Trees, Blaze, Chronic, Blaze Smoke Weed Every Day. Smoke Weed Every Day. Hold up. Yes, hey. the Reindeer and the Clever Girls, uh, <laughs> I think, are uh, one to nothing reindeer. What's the clever girls? The Raptors. <laughs> Brilliant! The clever girls. <laughs> clever girl. That's the, the that's the in, that's the only reason that we're doing this segment right now. The clever girls. <laughs> when I texted you, I was like synonym team names. I just like by so accident good. came out with a good one. 
The Clever Girls. <laughs> the Clever Girls. That is the, that's the, the title of tonight's show. The, the Clever, Clever Girls. Girls. <laughs> that's such a good. That's such a good one. So good. So mm. juicy. So meaty. Clever fresh. Or Clever Girls. Chakuri. <clears throat> what is chakuri? Is it cheese or is that like uh, celery? Clever girl. It's like something that sits next to the hearts of palm salad on a table or something. Should we like disconnect and then reconnect so Biz can? Uh... Oh, did he respond? Yeah, he said I'm booted. All right, we will be back abruptly. Oh, yes. After this. No way, she a great big fat person. Never reaching the end. She a great big fat person. Oh wait, was she a great big fat person? Oh wait. Uh, yes, sir. She was a big girl. No way. Oh wait. Was she a great big fat? Yes, sir. She was a woman of large stature. I had to be corrected. Have you guys ever seen the Cabin in the Woods? Cabin in the Woods. I think so. Gotta go get the papers. Get the papers. I think I've seen that. I gotta get this rat. I think I've seen that. Show me the blueprints. Show me the blueprints. Show me our, show me our blueprints. I saw a clip from it the other night. It was on. It was on. It was. I remember it was like a. It was a good movie. It came out 2012, and uh, but it's really interesting. Without giving any spoilers away, not that we're gonna watch this, but it's like every monster in any horror movie, like the twins from The Shining. A unicorn, Godzilla, like all these are kept in an underground, like government experiment thing, and like they get loose, but there's like a weird, like thing they have to do to like sacrifice somebody every year to keep like them happy so the world doesn't end, and it's like really bizarre. So you see all these like basically there's a scene where all these monsters from like every horror movie, there's like King Kong next to like a merman next to merman. like the. Like the alien from the movie Alien, like just coming after people. It's like weird how they even got the rights to do all this, but yeah, it's right. pretty incredible. Well, I think they're almost like them. It's like almost King Kong. Like he has horns a little bit so they can't get sued. Right, right, yeah. It's like King Kong. King Hippo. King Krang. Prince King Kong. Kong. You know Please. that Godzilla movie coming out? King yeah. of the King of the Monsters? Yeah. It would be great if King Kong shows up at the end, <clears throat> pounding his that, chest like, yo, bitch. I agree. That's I'm the only the reason they can save those movies. Every Godzilla movie they do flops. Like, they can't get it right. Right. Yeah, he looks so lame again. Like, like a chubby, tiny-headed, you know, like, dwarf dragon. Yeah, because, like, the T-Rex in Jurassic Park kind of stole all that thunder. Right. And then, the then you see Godzilla, and you're like, I just want to see Jurassic Park now. Right. Yeah. Like... It's not scary to me anymore. You know? King Kong. King Kong Bundy. So what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? How's the how's the week treating you? It's almost Friday. Yeah. It needs to be Friday. Yes. I'm happy it's Friday. Yeah, it needs to. Yes. I, I need to push forward and wake up into Saturday. And, oh, yeah. You got uh, that house project going. And not, and not think about next Monday. 
Mm-hmm. Why? Why you got more contractors coming in? No, the the project is set. Um, <laughs> so we finally finished the kitchen after I think a three month project because I did it incrementally, and now it's finally done. Nice. But there's still so much more work to do. I mean, it, it's really one of those things. House, like doing Thanksgiving dishes, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You're like, I don't know where to even start. Well, here yeah. you have yeah. so much prep work. So much God. Right. So, so much math. Well, I think you might have a little bit uh, more work than you anticipate. I've brought up the county records here. Uh, Just open this up. And according to zoning ordinance. and a blanket? Clark, Clark, what is that? Thanks, Judge. Yeah, I'll play golf this weekend. I love you guys. I love the police and the judges. Who are you talking to? Uh, Okay, so uh, according to the zoning ordinance 432, you did not file the appeal in time for the record, and we are therefore seizing control of the property. You will still have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to make way for the new Clark Enterprises Hotel called The Sea. Opening in Mastic. It's like the sea, like beyond the sea, but with the sea. Yeah. So, um, no zoning available in this town. How how did you get that? Enjoy the fucking soup kitchen. (laughs) But I'm not poor. You will be. (laughs) That's all. I I think if I was a a slumlord, I would have a big cigar and just go around and be like, you're late. You're late on the rent. But but I don't live here. Um, you know the thing about this that's area. All I would say I wouldn't like get physical or like threaten anyone. I would just throw my cigarette down and walk away, saying, "You're late. You're late. You're late." You know the problem no, with this late. area is you have absentee landlords, and they're all covered by Section Eight, so they don't have to knock on doors with the you know it's become Section Eight's problem at that point. Oh, yeah. So they're paid regardless. So those are the that's the target right there. Those are the people that we got to kind of not flush out, but say, hey, perhaps you'd like to maybe consider uh, Wine Danch or Gordon Heights, right? Um, or another Section Eight friendly town. Section uh, Eight doesn't work because, in theory, you're supposed to provide a certain amount of affordable living for people, but there's a reason people can't afford places in those areas to begin with. And by doing that, you're throwing a different element. And I know I'm generalizing, but you're throwing a different element that otherwise wouldn't be there. So it's kind of like you're kind of isolating them of like, well, why? I don't know. It's a weird thing to me, especially in California. Yeah. And the thing about the sober homes, as they call them, I'm all about sobriety, fixing yourself. I got it. But you really have to... So you really have to uh, pretend that the uh, the right way to do that is to rent a house in a normal town, especially where there's kids, and think that you're going to intermingle sex offenders, junkies, oh. and innocent kids and regular people all together going to live happily ever after in a small right. town. Mr. Mayberry's got a it's fair tonight. Can I go, Dad? So. Sure. Just take old drunk Greenleaf next door with you. He'll watch you. Get in my house, kitty. Yeah, you would think like at this <laughs> point in this time with this much 
Well, I, I don't know, like, how long we've been, like, trying to help, you know, the the addicts of this country. Like, I yeah, think it's right. just such a make-it-up-as-you-go thing because, like, you know, the population booms since the 70s. Like, I don't, I don't think science can, like, and medicine can, like, keep up with it. You know, right. they're, like, always catching up to it. Well... Oh. And these people, they live like fifteen to a bathtub. Oh Duh. my gosh, that's how's that even? What is like it? sanitary? They pack them in. Fifteen and, to a house. I bet crime rates. And go if up you in were to area. call the manager, the management is typically uh, the lead sober guy, right. if you will. It's just <laughs> another junkie. Can I talk right. to your manager, please? Oh yeah, that's Horace. He hasn't touched a drink in five months. Lead ex but He's in charge. That's a lot of right. people in a house. So what do they do? Take these properties, fix them up, and they're like, okay, you're getting a tax benefit now for staying here? Yeah, for, but that's for a, do living? they really yeah. fix them up? Look, I've never been any into any of them. Um, I honestly don't even know if I could identify them. I just go to the community meetings. Uh, and I, Like I said, last time I spoke to, I spoke to the watch. state senator. Oh yeah, and then uh, like supposedly Zeldin has come to the next one, and I I hear everybody else talking about somebody crossing the street, but not all the way. They decided to stop high as a kite, and the cops can't do anything <laughs> about it because uh, they don't really they don't know if the person's really high. Okay, so what crimes this person committed? Well, you can tell this person's high as a kite. Well, how do you know this person's high as a kite? Well, I don't know. They must have seen that movie from 91 where they were laying down on the street on the yellow line because that's what this person did. Is the person still it's there? amazing they referenced the year. Oh, yeah. What was that movie? What was that Program, movie? Program, and it was cut from the movie. Program, yeah. Yeah, somebody died. Right. right. Andrew Football Bernard players did it, not stoners. It's funny they took uh, too that. much work. Right. It's far too scary. That's right. It's a they waste. Cut that scene out because we're doing it. That's yeah. good. So you're anyway, active, though. People in the middle of the street, and then all oh, the person that's still in the middle of the street. Well, no. So what crime is this person committing now? Do you know if this person's high? Did you see? You know, they're not gonna go and arrest people just for being high on the street. You know, it's they have to do. It's a lot more. Be like the, yeah. arresting someone walking down the street when they were drunk. Like, yeah, but you know, I unless you're making a scene, much. I see it when I go to get gas at the reservation where there are absolutely oh. no Native Americans. How but there's this girl; she's she's toasted all the time. She walks down the street like in a dance with arms hanging. Did you hit her? I um crack. I would like to right. I would like to waste the crystal. Just like you picture your typical, your Crystal's stereotypical crackhead. That's what this girl looks like. No, I but the, the cops, they can't go into the reservation. They're not allowed. They can only answer a call if you were to call them in. So you're in the reservation, but they can't patrol around there. Because it's, it's off limits. Yeah. That's crazy. I think what cops should do is like respond to the calls with why they were placed as far as the complaint calls like well, what are they doing now it's like look they weren't doing any crimes but you it's a high person around kids like make something up you know find a reason just right 
fix it somehow. I know like they're not committing a crime. You don't want to do the paperwork, but we're gonna keep calling. So like just search this person. Make something up. Find my something. my yeah, biggest disturbing problem the is the litter. I I don't see all the junkies that I hear about. Uh, I you know because I'm do busy. I, I don't hang around at home all the time. I don't see them personally. What I do see is litter everywhere, and it pisses me off. And I'm waiting to see that one person Oof. in the act. And uh, and you want to know something? I, I try to get people to notice me if I see cans on the street. I'll pick them up because you know I get the nickel. I'll, I'll collect them and throw the nickel in and recycle. That's my uh, part of my green new deal, I guess. <laughs> um, the new deal. <laughs> I get five cents from your trash, from your refuse. <laughs> There's a deal. And, from your um, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to set an example for other people. And uh, one time this kid came out. He must have been a teenager. Someone comes out of his home. He must have seen me pick up a can, throw it in the back of my truck. And, you know, he just kind of waves at me. Was, you know, like, hi, thank you. And I said, you can do it too, son. Drink milk. And I would say, <laughs> yeah, you? but if I pick up one can, then I have to, like, go pick up all of them. And then it's just going like, to take forever here. <laughs> Yeah, then I have to go. Sometimes it's ridiculous, though. These people will, will tear up uh, their cabinetry, and since they don't have uh, sanitation or a dumpster rental, they'll just go dump it off in the marsh. What? Yeah, they just figure, well, somebody will clean it up oh, or they won't, wood. or whatever. We don't give a shit. We're a bunch of dirty hood rats. We don't care. That's it's, it's how really, we're comfortable living. It's really oh, wood gosh. anyway. But it's, the, where, it's where it lives. It's where so it's people from. might ask, why the hell do I live there? It's I do see family. a lot of potential. It's not as bad as everybody says. And there are a lot of people right now buying up and uh, taking advantage of it. It's a beachfront community. Yeah, uh, that sounds pretty good. We should. I think people should take advantage. There's a there's not much on Long Island you're going to get for the prices here, so that's all. It'll, I prob- say. it'll probably boom. You know, a lot of these these uh, areas. You know, especially on a place with a finite property uh, value. Uh, you know, it should go up. Which brings us to the next topic on the show. By the way, tweet us at the underscore podcastle. The three of us were all alive in the '90s at one point. Which brings us to our. 90s quiz, everybody. Get ready for oh, 90s trivia. Fuck. John right. and Michael are on I deck. I'm in Hornswoggle. Okay. <laughs> John loves a good quiz. Uh, you can tune out it's now. Triple uh, blast. The way the quiz works, we haven't done one in a while, is I'm going to pose a few questions to Michael and John. Um, they have a chance to, uh, either one, to ask five hits during each question. So, for example... Uh, it's Michael's turn, and I say, who was president in 95? Obviously, you know the answer, but say he didn't know, he could say, uh, what is the last name begin with, or something like that. Uh, or he could just okay. ask for a hint, and I'll, and I'll give it. Um, a lifeline. We'll, a lifeline. Phone but we're going, to, uh, we're going to tally him up. Are you guys down for this, uh, this bullshit? Or, uh... Jesus. Oh, I boy. wanted to get into that, uh, I got... that news about A.C. Slater, but whatever. It's great radio. <laughs> Quizzes are great radio. I want to hear that. Anything word. is great radio. Any... It's good okay. read. It's good read. We're going to start off with uh, Michael on the first question. Then we're going to pass it to John. Uh, actually, we're going to do this one differently. Um, whoever answers first, do it and can take the lead, and then we'll go from there. 
Okay. Okay. So I'll ask one question. Say John gets it right. He goes first, and then I go back to Michael with another question. So just to, to be fair, I'm going to throw the first question out there, and the first person to get it right takes takes the first question. I understand. Uh, which album has sold more records in the 90s? Was it the Spice Girls Spice album, or was it Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette? Yeah, I'm going to go with Jagged Little Pill. That dude sell a lot of records. CDs, excuse me. Talk about the 90s. Uh, yeah, the CDs. In fact, I know that that was produced by Madonna and made her almost a billionaire. Wait, what's that? That album was produced by Madonna. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm, interessant. Uh, well, then I'll say Spice Girls just to, just to win. It was actually Jagged Little Pill. You son of a bitch! Yes. Uh, God damn! All right, so let me, let me pull up my little tally tally uh, card here. By the way, tweet us at the underscore podcast. Um, okay, Michael, question number one. Are you ready to get into the 90s right. quiz here? And the first question... Did it, me? we're going to pose to you is and don't forget you each get five hints which film <laughs> won the 1998 Oscar for best screenplay could it be say it again. 98 we're in right 98 now keep in mind this is best screenplay and I'll just say, I'll just say first and foremost, it was not Saving Private Ryan because that movie is considered one of the biggest snubs in Oscar history. The fact that uh, the Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan for Best Picture that year is still talked about. People are pissed. Yeah, yeah. People are pissed. Okay, nineteen ninety-eight Best Screenplay. So it was filmed from ninety-eight, or was it the ninety-eight? Oscars, because if it, uh, I'm gonna say it was Goodwill Hunting, but that's '97. Well, you would be correct because it was the '98 year, and the screenplay was Goodwill Hunting. Damn. Very good answer. Very Damn. Good. Fuck you, John. We're gonna go to you, sir. Are you ready? My guy, I guess. That looks good. Yeah. I couldn't even Google that answer. John, which 90s event became known as the whack heard around the world? Oh, God, I know that one. I don't want to even want to talk about it. The whack heard around the world? Yes. You don't have to think too hard about this one, John. Oh, uh, oh, God. The hint is right there. The whack. Oh. Around the world. The whack around the world. In the bedroom, the quiet bedroom. I have no and, idea. And it, and it wasn't the first time I masturbated. Rich <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to use it's a hint for It's Lorena Bobbin whacking off her oh. husband. It's the Bobbins. I would say that would be the hack. Do you want to use a, a hacking? 
There used to be a song, a weenie whack, a weenie whack, a weenie whack. The kids all made up after that happened. I don't like talking about that story. Do you know, John, do you want a hint? The ma- what? Do you want a hint of the answer? Do you have one? Oh, uh, yeah. That's... It involved figure skating. Oh, that. Oh. It was Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. Yeah. That's one of your hints, and why it's certainly me? why me. Great movie. Back to Michael. I we are tied. I, I I thought it would be too because it's a whack, not yeah. so much a, a crack. Um, yeah. Michael, what was the name of the sheep who was first successfully cloned as the first successfully cloned animal in 1996? It was Dolly. Yes. Ooh. Do do do. Dolly the sheep. Starting in the lead two. It's the same sheep. Same sheep. You just took a few different pictures. I can't remember who Kramer says. I saw so and so do that with a handkerchief. (laughs) (laughs) John, what complication? or theory, or disastrous result, was Y2K based on in the 90s? Y2K when the, right. the clock they struck 12. They said that like, the computers didn't have anything past 99, so that everything would just disappear. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to give you a credit for that. It was that the computers couldn't That's calculate. Yeah. yeah. Computers couldn't calculate. They couldn't interpret the year 2000. They wouldn't go to double zero. So they would all go back to like 1900 and things would all get <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, like, oh, all right. of our systems will re, you know, will like rewind their data. Right. Become dinosaurs. Michael, back to you. We'll which, which of these boy bands? <laughs> we'll all turn into babies. We'll all turn into, yeah. We all disappear. Uh, we all just have big muscles. We'll turn into a tadpole. <laughs> I'm just a big sperm floating in a dick. Uh, Michael, which of these boy bands was formed first in the 90s? And life was good. Was it NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys? Hanging with my ball band. I believe oh. the backs, the backside, I mean the Backstreet Boys the back came seat. first. I'm so offended at these references. Yes. <laughs> do, do, do. You were in the lead three to two. John has a chance to catch up with this juicy question, John. Are you ready? Take me. In 1991, this Slash book me. came out. Later, this book was penned and uh, came out in 91 and was later turned into a film. And the f- film slash book was called The Firm. Who was the author of that novel? Uh, I know you'll do what's best to protect the firm. Crichton, Michael Crichton. Crichton? Right? Tom Clancy. No? Clancy? Oh, fuck. The answer is John Grisham. Oh, John Grisham. Oh, we're both wrong. Should we both lose points for that? Um, you just won't gain any points on that. All right. So we were both wrong. John Grisham, yes. I always get like That's right, courts. He loved that court stuff. Mixed up. Fuck. To get political here, yeah. back the to they were all basically the at it. They were almost like Brokaw and Jennings 
and Dan Rather all together. Crichton, Grisham, and Clancy. They're all same three right. of them competing at the right. same time. Right. Yeah, it was Crichton. Crichton did like the same thing, but he threw like Letterman, a science Leno, edge. Clancy Conan. did the same thing right. through political. And then Grisham did the same thing, but through like the law, kind of like the legal. And then Stephen King was just kind of the other guy. Yeah, he was the other guy. But they're all, I always, always loved, like every airport you went to in the 90s, it was like John Grisham, the, the secretary. John Grisham, the intern's affair. John Grisham, the practice. John Grisham, the 7 Eleven internship. John Grisham, the, the receipt. And you're like, okay, they're really pumping them out. Back to Michael to get this is a political question from the era of the nineties. Michael, are you ready for this question, sir? Political Politico. Politico. I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess that already. I think it's gonna be something Russian related. Let's see. This one is not, but it is very political. And in the nineties, what was the name of the Pentagon employee? who secretly recorded phone conversations with Monica Lewinsky in which she talked about her affair. Oh, that's easy. Linda Tripp. See, you are correct. I, I know I know that name. I wouldn't have guessed that, though. I don't know the story as much. Yeah, no, that's an easy. I would have said Deep Throat, but I know that's Nixon. <laughs> don't you remember John, uh, John Goodman played Linda Tripp as a guest, a regular guest on SNL, I remember, around that time. Who played it? Who was that? John Goodman was playing Linda Tripp. You know, when Molly Shannon played Monica Lewinsky oh, yeah. back then. Good call. John? That's an easy one. Back to you. John, back to the 90s. Which film, this Guardian of the Lead, 4-2, uh, to John, which film was the first ever animated movie to be nominated for Academy Award for best picture. This took place in the 90s. Toy Story. Is that your final answer? Mm. You have four hints left. Alright, I'll take a hint then. It is a Disney film Son of a bitch. with animated characters who in real life would not be so mobile. Existing? No, they so exist. mobile? Yes. Basically, they would be... Uh, it's a Disney film from the early 90s mm-hmm. with animated characters filled with songs. And these characters in real life, otherwise, really wouldn't be moving around too much. And that's all you get from this dick. Okay. I mean, if... If this isn't Toy Wouldn't Story, I'm going to be stunned by what else That's it's, like it is. That's like 96, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking yeah, a bunch yeah, of people that, that can't like move around. A bunch of got... paraplegics or something. <laughs> That's a tough one. bunch of dead people. The answer. A bunch of claymation. <laughs> the answer is Beauty of the Beast. Oh, shit. I, I believe still you don't have, get the hint, though. I, I believe you have chip. Uh, they're, they're all like teapots and stuff. They wouldn't be really moving around. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, the, I'm thinking and the, of beasts. the voices of the them or beasts. something or, or, or a bunch of people who couldn't walk or I don't well, know. Well, the reason I said that 
is because I don't want you to confuse it with the Lion King, which I would have so thought like Lion King. You have you have the teacups, John. You have Chip in this spot. I know, I know Chip. who they are. I know their work. I respect it, but I don't fucking give it's a, a shit. Great, it's a great movie. Mm, I know. It really I know is. The story. Mm. I know the story. He's it's a, a classic. He's a it's not as good as The Lion King. The Lion King's the best. All right. Uh, Michael, back to you. Uh, you ready for... Uh, we have five more here. You ready for the... Uh, your 90s quiz question. Lion King is Star Wars. Michael, Wrap around. Let's go. Michael, who sang the, the theme song, which band, to the TV show Friends? Oh, God, I don't know. So no one told your life what the... I hated that show. Yeah, I, mean, I know the song, the band, the... You have four hints. Yeah, I'll take a hint. I'll take a hint on that. The hint is the band name is also that of a famous painter in plural form. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the shittiest quiz ever here on the podcast. <laughs> the Da Vinci's. I, know, I, I just realized you're uh, dead air there famous. for about 10 seconds. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're the, listening to the Van Goghs, the, the Dollies, the Picassos, the, the Leonardo the Da Vinci's. I already guessed that one. Um, Michelangelo's. <laughs> Time is up. The Monets. I'm going to say the Monets. The band was the Rembrandts. Oh! The Rembrandts. The Rembrandts. One hit wonder, but they, they made their money. Uh, yep. in the lead. Uh, four to two. John, are you ready for your next nineties quiz question? Dick me. Do we get to oh. wager points for the last question? Wow, this is out. funny. Ironically, this is the next question. Uh, what did Lorena Bobbitt do to her husband, John? She choppy choppy his pee-pee. That is correct. A point for John. She, what? in the middle of the night, snuck in. Oh. And with scissors or with a knife? It was with a knife, right? With so she knife. had to probably knife. trick him oh. into thinking yeah. that she was no. going downtown. And then Sorry, no, he chopper. was asleep. He was Cut asleep when chopper. it happened. He, he was asleep and he woke up but and she then had she to took grab the, the shaft and, and lift. She threw it in a field. A good slice. Really? You've done your history. And there was another guy at the house. And the guy, uh, come, he wakes him up and then this guy had to take him to the hospital. He sees blood all over the place. Oh, <sighs> Back to you, Michael. And then the cops had to go and find the severed dick. <laughs> Back to you, Michael. The next question is, Michael, the 90s trivia quiz is, what did Lorena Bob do with the penis after she got it now? Next, the next question is, which of, these, which of these Jim Carrey films came out first? Was it The Mask or Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Ace Ventura was also 94. Yes, but which one came out first? I think it's it never was. lose your zest. It's the spoken word. Never lose your zest. 
think it was Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I think. You would think yeah, correctly. With Ace. You are now one point yes, richer. Yes, he's right, damn it. Starting the lead, God. five to three. Ace Ventura did come out up. first. However, both 94. Jonathan, back to you. This is Somebody stop me. A sports question. Somebody stop uh -oh, me. Uh -oh, uh -oh. A sports question uh -oh. of sorts. No, 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 no. no. Jonathan, which United States city hosted the 1996 Summer Olympics? Oh, I know that one. The what 90 year? sports question. What year? The, the 1996. A town down. There it is. Hotlanta. John is, is down only by one uh, point now. You're close on the Smarties dick. Got a rally. Remember when that bomb went off? Oh, my God. Yeah, that Dennis uh, guy. They spoofed him on SNL like every week. Yeah. Because he was like He's a fat guy. He's still in custody. He's on Bombers Row out there in Florence at the Apex. Oh, wow. Up there on Florence. Michael, this is, a, this is another sports question. I didn't know which sports question would fall to whom, so I wanted to keep it even. Wait a uh, minute. Wait a minute. Michael, a portion of whose ear? Did Mike Tyson bite off during a boxing match? Oh, for Pete's sake, everybody knows that one. The real deal. What was the his real name? deal, Holyfield? I wouldn't have given the points for the real deal. And you're correct. All right, real three deal. more Holy questions. John, John, you have to get the next two right to catch up. The next three right to win. Michael has to lose one, and there's still a bonus round of we tie. <laughs> Oh. 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 oh, hurry up! What was the name, John, of Howard Stern's first book? Mm. It was released in the nineties. Private penises, private parts. Oh yeah, that's um, correct. That is correct. Okay, he's got a new book out. I think it looks so I dumb. He does. It's about does like it? famous interviews. Yeah, how he's a changed man now, and he runs therapy on Sirius XM. He runs therapy? <laughs> That's essentially what he does. He he did an interview, yeah. I guess, on yeah, CBS Sunday deep. morning. They get deep, and he said, yeah, well, you know, yeah, sure, I can talk about sex, but you know what? That's boring. Well, for 30 years straight, that's what he was doing, but it's not like he said... It's time for me to move on. It's time for me to grow up. He felt bad about Robin Williams. He had a, a bad show with him, and the guy died before he could apologize, and that gave oh, him really? his epiphany. So now he's Dr. Stern. He, he, like the day he was going to call and apologize to Robin Williams was the day he committed suicide. Oh, really? Yeah. What was yeah. the show about? Yeah. Why did he have a falling out with him? Did he like, did they get Yeah, I don't know. Talked about him banging his nanny. Oh, it's like, like right away. I just clocked that? him over the head about like, hey, I heard you're having sex with your nanny. What's what's going on there? <laughs> and Williams came after him. No, he just got like pissed. He was like, uh, what you, you know, why why are you talking about that? It was yeah. a while ago. Interesting. I gotta look yeah. that up. Michael, uh, next question on this great, fantastic, and really, really documentous '90s quiz is the '90s band Ace of Base. Uh, it's from which country? Oh, that she wants is another baby. Do, yeah. do, you, do you see the I, uh, Okay, so they're not 
British. I don't think they're Australian. I want to say they might be Swedish, but let me think about I saw the sun. Or are they Canadian, perhaps? Welcome to the dance, everybody. Let's all listen to some ACPs. I'm going to say they are Canadian. I'm going to say they're Canadian. And you would say... <laughs> they're actually from Sweden. They're a Swedish band. Oh, I said Sweden in you there did. too when I you changed did. my mind. I thought you were toying with us. You knew the answer. Me too. The dickings were happening. Jonathan, you can tie up here with uh, this question if you get it right. Which which of these which of these albums turned twenty years old in two thousand fourteen? Was it The Bends by Radiohead or Dookie? By Green Day. It's the name of their album was called Dookie, and that album would have turned twenty years old in two thousand fourteen. Dookie, or what was the other one? The Bends by Radiohead. Oh God, I don't know. The Bends. Dookie. I'm gonna say Dookie, even though I feel like Dookie's ninety three. No, it's ninety four. You're correct. Yeah, You're correct, yeah, 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 yeah. It is tied now. This yeah, next question will be the last. Did. You each will get a different question, and oh, you have a oh. chance to win it all, or, um, or say goodnight and um, go home. Michael, back to you. Uh, in the television show Saved by the Bell, Dustin Diamond played Screech Powers. Dustin Diamond. On the show, what was his real first name? Samuel Powers. Wow. That's an easy Yeah. I thought that one would have been tougher. That's a good one. Good for you. With a softball. We just blew the day. We're at games for dorks. John, back to you. You could, um, this could end the game if you get this wrong, or we could tie it up and just bring this thing into high wind into more 90s trivia, which everyone loves. Uh, John, what was the real name of the mysterious Unabomber arrested in the 90s? Oh, also an easy one. Ted Kaczynski? Damn. We just got tied up in extra innings. Oh, shit. I knew we were going into extra. Jeez. I know. What are we going to do now? 80s trivia? trivia? Y2K trivia? No, more 90s trivia until somebody loses oh, the round. Oh, all right. I mean, I'm out here busting my butt and he pulls bull crap. All right, bring it. Bring it. Michael, this question is for you. What was that from? Yeah, what was that from? That dodgeball. Oh. This total bull crap. I mean, I'm out here busting my butt. Sudden death. Oh, oh, all right, bring it. <laughs> bring it. Michael, in the 1990s, the year 97 specifically, who became the first woman to be appointed as the Secretary of State in the United States? Stupid, ugly, old, fat Madeline Albright. Oh, Albright is oh. all right, because that's the correct answer. Czechoslovakia, wherever the hell she's from. Yeah, what, where, where was she from? I don't know, somewhere in Eastern Europe. Czechoslovakia? Bratwurst? I think it was Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Bratwurst. Jonathan, I guess. are you ready for your, your dip tease here? Oh, no. Very nervous. 
The first, the highest grossing film of the 90s was Titanic. What was the second highest grossing film of the 1990s? So, it's a decade between 1990 and 1999. The highest grossing film was, of course, Titanic. What was the second highest grossing film of the 90s decade? Clock's ticking. Can I have a hint? That's a tough one. The hint is... We've mentioned this earlier in the show, a reference to it, and not in the quiz. Oh, really? Like, we talked about this movie before we even started this amazing skid? When we were trying to pot in Biscardi, you made a reference to a film, and this was that film, a character in a film. Oh, my God. And this is is that film. Short-term memory. Got nuked. Ah, that's a tough one. Um, 90s. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Do you give up, John? <clears throat> yeah. You don't want to take a stab at it? Right, I love them. Um, I, I mean, I was going to say Batman Returns, but I didn't mention that. And I mean, I know it's up there, but I know it's probably not second. I got it. I have a guess. Terminator uh, 2? If I could guess at it, if that's your final... Oh, you actually, know what? I didn't think about that. I was going to say Braveheart. Actually, T2, uh, good call. the question is disqualified because the answer I had written down was Jurassic Park. Oh, but it looks shit. like technically the Phantom Menace beat Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, right. 99. So I'm going to give you another question, John, because that was a disqualification. All right. All right. All right. A loophole. My design was perfect. My, my design was perfect. I'm very badly burned. Please. There's a bone sticking out. It's starting to smell like almonds, which is not good. Which is not good. Even complications. Celebration process. John, uh, Johnny Depp has a tattoo that he received on his body. Body. Specifically his finger in the 90s. Of another actress, of of an actress. Who is that actress whose name appears on Mr. Depp's finger? Can I have a hint of her initials? Yeah. Uh, That's too easy if you do that. The. I okay. want this question if he doesn't get it. All right, I'll give I'll give a hint that's more balanced. I'll give you the first initial of either the first or last name your choice. Go. All right, first name. W. Winona Dicker. Oh, and we're still tied up for no one to ride my dicker. This fucking segment will never end. No one to ride me. No one to ride me. Michael, we're going to go back to you. Okay. Stranger um, Things, Winona. Uh, in 1992, my neighbor hit his wife and got arrested by the cops. What was his last name? Clark, it's like, you're just venting to me. This is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I shudder. <laughs> All right, Michael, this is a two-part question, uh, multiple choice. Tamagotchi was a famous Japanese toy that came out in the 90s. None of us owned them because we had friends. But <laughs> what does what does the word Tamagotchi mean? Is it egg oh. and watch or egg and computer? I, don't have to, I've never even heard of this shit. What, what? 
I'm in the store of bullcrap. I know an old writer. I'm in mean, the bust my butt. That gave me the easy one. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another question. Don't miss you giving me the easy one. No, if that's the question, that's the question. What are my two options? Egg and watch or uh-huh. egg and computer. Tamagotchi, I'll say egg and watch because whatever, I don't know. Egg and watch. It sounds so stupid that that's probably the answer. You would be correct, sir. You would be correct. Uh, John, back to you. You Stupid name for a toy that I've never heard of. Does anyone know anybody that even owned that? A Tamagotchi? No, but you know what I wish I still owned was my Teddy Rucks because it'd be worth a fortune now. Wait, are they really? Are they worth money now? I think I still have one at the parents' house. Everything's worth money, Matthew. Just got to find the right nerd to buy one. Mr. Matthews, why is I love Boy Meets World where he's always like, Mr. Matthews, why is it that every time... Mr. Matthews. Okay, Michael, uh, John, to you. He's like, "It's, it's Corey. In what year in the 1990s did the West Nile virus first appear in the United States? In what? They're just going to repeat on In what year did the West Nile virus first appear in the United States? It's a '90s year. Oh, great hint! <laughs> it's. I'll the give you. West I'll give you. West Nile. A hint. I, I don't. '97. I have no idea. That's that's such a. I know '97 was going to have cow. Right. I'll give you. I'll give you another question. The year. The year was ninety nine, but Ooh. that's a little tough. Uh, yeah, that's I'll give you this one. I knew it was late. Yeah. Maybe I. I should stick off the the. Uh... I know. Like, what other hint could you give me on that question? All right, here yeah. we. Here it's not two thousand, and it's <laughs> not ninety. All right. Here you go, John. Here's another. Here's another. <laughs> In the season finale, in the season finale of the show Seinfeld, how long were Jerry and his pals sentenced for? One year. Oh, that's one. one year. There you go. <laughs> Not seventeen ninety nine. Not. <laughs> Not two thousand ninety nine. What was what was the play that they wanted to put on in the prison? <laughs> Michael, well, yeah. back to you. While we not his first that. film, Michael, while not Quincy. his first film, which film in the '90s was Quincy. Leonardo DiCaprio's breakout role? It was uh, Basketball Diaries. That is correct, sir. See, most people would say either Titanic or Romeo and Juliet, but Growing he did games. star the Basketball Diaries. That was a crazy movie. John, back to you. In Growing Pains, which did last until the 90s, so it's a 90s certifiable question. <laughs> what was the name, what was the last name of the family in the show? Seaver? There it is. It's Seaver. Leave it to, I think the show should have been called Leave it Leave to Seaver. You know? <laughs> Michael, to you, sir. Lightning round here. What was the name of the butler? Bone around. Boat around here. It just pops for a second and then it comes. Jeffrey. In out. Jeffrey. In out. There it so is. I didn't even say it, but you knew it. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. John, in the 1990s, uh, 80s to 90s to present day, 
show The Simpsons, their peak, some say, was the 90s. One of the most highly watched episodes was, of course, Who Shot Mr. Burns? The question is, Ooh. who did shoot Mr. Burns? Oh, Maggie? That is correct, yeah. sir. That is correct. Michael, show spanning from her. the 80s to the 90s, Murder, She Wrote. Who played in the show Murder, She Wrote as the lead star? And what, what's the name? Murder, She Wrote. Thank you. I actually only heard Murder, She Wrote, and my connection broke up. So are you asking me who, who, Angela Lansbury, are you asking me who played? Dixbury. Whatever her name was. Yes, the question was who was the Say the question again. I didn't hear you. It was the question of Murder, She Wrote. Angela Lansbury's tale as old as time. Uh, In order to speed this this game up, I'm going to start asking the harder questions now. Are you ready, John? Fine, yes. You mean, aka the one I won't get. John, (laughs) what? Even with cheating. What new car company, new car brand, was launched by GM in 1990? It begins with an S. I know this one. What year year did you say? 1990. Saturn? Yes. Fafafa. Back to Michael. Michael, in the 90s, what year did Buckingham Palace, the Queen's home, the Queen of England, open its doors to the public? Oh, damn, that's a tough one. You have one hit. I'm going to say, I'll take my last 10. I don't know how you do that. Again, the year, but... It was the same same year that Jurassic Park came out in the theaters. I was going to say that, too. 1993. There you go. Son of a bitch. Pretty good. John, you ready for your 28th question? (laughs) This quiz was poorly thought out. Uh, What year, John? What year? (laughs) (laughs) We're doing quizzes now. What do I have for breakfast? It is three a.m. Eastern Standard oh, Time. What is for? We have covered ten years. <laughs> we have covered ten years. Uh, Everything Jonathan, that what... ever happened in the nineties? We are now down to the last possible. There was ever last a possible question on the last possible day of the nineties. John, what actor starred and directed the cult movie Reality Bites? Reality Bites. I have no clue. That would be Ben Stiller. Oh, I would never, never, in a trillion years. I would have gotten that. Guessed that. I would have gotten that. Oh, Michael, if you get this question Bunky. right, you win. You win the grand really. dick prize. A dick prize. Mm-hmm. How many Oscars <sighs> did the film Titanic win? <sighs> Not nominated for. How many Oscars did the film Titanic actually win? I wish I had just gotten Ben Stiller. You just turned it over to me if you didn't know. Then that would have broken the tie right there. I'm going to say... I'm going to say four. That is correct, sir. No, it's, it's 11, actually. But they had 14 nominations. So we're back to John and the game continues. I knew it was 11. 
Son Did of you? Bad. Yes. I feel like it was so many. I like we have twelve nominations and like one eleven. I thought what? it had so many nods and only so many. I don't know. Because of Goodwill Hunting, I thought Goodwill Hunting. Well, that was ninety-eight Oscars, so I don't know. I yeah, I don't know how that works. That I don't know, John. Back to you. Dwarfed by ninety-four. Go for it. Connect All four. Right. Go for it. Connect four. Go for it. Connect it. Go for it. I don't have any more questions, so I'm looking for <laughs> them on the internet. I'm out of questions. Why don't we just, why don't we just stay at a tie and move to a, you know, and, and continue it on another show? There's so oh, many questions. How about who was the third? Who was the third presidential candidate in the debates of 1992? There's a good one. H. Ross Perot. We're gonna, we're gonna table this. We're gonna table this. Ross Perot, the chicken man. He's a chicken man. Uh, let's do that. Let's table this for another show. We're tied up on '90s quiz, uh, and we will. One more question. One more. One more question. All right. Uh, give me some filler space. And we both. How about we do this? Why don't we both have to answer until we get one wrong? Okay. So we'll ask the same question, and if you get it right, right. John goes. And if he gets it wrong, right. I wait. can concur. He oh can concur. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll start with Michael, because it was your turn. Or was it John's? Great. <laughs> Cutting edge or radio. Or not concur. So each of us gets a question, but if one of us gets it wrong, the other one gets a chance to take it. Okay. That's a good, that's a good way to play it. Michael, the question is, uh, what was the name of Will Smith's character in the film Independence Day? It doesn't matter, because whoever gets the next question... If uh, the person gets it right, they get it right. If the person gets it wrong, the other person gets to take it. What was what? Is that how it works? What was the name of? What was the name of Will Smith's character in the film Independence Day? Oh, uh, good question. Um, it's one of those. Captain... It's one of those things you don't think of. You've seen the movie a hundred times, but you're like, you have to like think yeah, about it for a second. I only remember Captain. Babe. And I can give you guys a hint if the other person agrees upon the hint. I mean, you can both ask a hint. No. So if John knows no. the answer, he's not going to vie for a hint. He's going to vie for a part of pulp salad mahogany. <laughs> mahogany place. Red mahogany. Heart of palm. Heart of palm. Charcuterie. Steve. Steve was his first name. I know that. Is it? I don't know until the answer is submitted and it's the now. Tweet us. The Underscore Podcast. Dick us. And Snapchat. I think we've all deleted Snapchat. I don't think anyone uses Snapchat anymore. I never it's did. Okay. Alright, I say Steven, yeah, so if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, John gets to take it. Okay. Uh... Steven. I'm going to ask a different yes. question. The name is Steven, but I was looking for Captain Steven Hillard. Mm. Okay. I said Captain Steven, but oh, the only yeah, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, you know what? Well, I'll ask a different question. That was a good one, but I think we knew the full name on this one. Okay. All right. Seven so, Michael, Michael, I'll give it back to you. I'm going to go back there. Um, the 
song Pretty Woman, Oh Pretty Woman, from the film Pretty Woman, was penned and sung by whom? Roy Orbison. That is correct, sir. John, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, my God. If you get it wrong, Michael wins. If you get it right, we have another 20 minutes of 90s trivia, folks. What did did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? She said, (laughs) Jonathan, speaking of films and music, which 90s movie soundtrack is the best-selling soundtrack of all time? What 90s movie soundtrack? Uh, Forrest Gump? No. Oh, damn. That was a very well-played oh. game, gentlemen. But the answer was actually, oddly enough, The Bodyguard. No, I'm I was supposed like, to I get knew it. It's going to be I something lame. To, no, I was supposed to get the question. No, no because you got Oh, wait, the, no, because I got, I got the last oh one right. Gosh. Yeah, okay, so I won. All right. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for sticking in there as we try to keep this segment alive. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. <laughs> so what else is going on, guys? What do, we have, what do we have on the docket tonight? We all love a good quiz. All right, well. Damn, that was addictive. Uh, should we, what should we talk first? Um, we all know about the um, controversy down in Dixie. So Alabama... News of Alabama, Greenbow. Alabama. Uh, not. <laughs> I think you should go back to Greenbow, Alabama. He was. Um, not doing you. so hot among the femmes right now. So um, I, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to pass the Supreme Court. No. Definitely. Um, no, no. Definitely not. No. I don't but, think so. But, um, you know, my take on the whole thing, we talked about this last time when I was in town hall and I told you about the poor senator who was berated with the, uh, yeah. the abortion inquiry by the crazy right-wing woman. Um, you know, I, I support it, but I understand why people don't like it because I don't necessarily like it. I just support the Constitution for the... I call it the loophole. They found a, a good lawyer found a loophole, and that was Roe versus Wade. You can't tell. Oh, wait a minute. Right. That's right. You really can't tell a woman what to do with her own body. It is a violation. Right. Case Otherwise, closed. Vasectomies would be illegal. But I don't think it should be. A, I don't think that it should be celebrated. You know, I respect anybody who made a decision. Right. But I don't think women should be celebrating. I had an abortion once, and it was the best decision I ever made, which uh, has been said in the, By this past week. Who's um, saying that? I usually, it's usually like such a private like hell. Said, but yeah, like Nicki Minaj, right? Said uh, I, she wrote songs about. Oh, Gee, really? I wonder. Yeah, she was sixteen and had an abortion, and that she bitch. wondered what her kid would look like. Uh... But uh, I, I now I don't know who so. said it. I heard it over the radio. Yeah. I think it's a slippery slope. Uh, I I personally am not for abortion. I would never get one because I would feel too guilty. But I would I would never tell. Same. I would never mandate. Same. Yeah, I would never mandate you can't have one. I, I think it's a personal decision. I don't think anyone's really for it. It's it's an awful thing. But people, I don't think you should just take that away because it's 
you know, what else are you gonna what else are you gonna take away? What else are you gonna do? It's a slippery slope, and it's not gonna solve any problems. I mean, if you look at abortions, you really want these kids that don't, you know, to grow up in a usually terrible conditions if they're forced to. I, I don't know. I, I it's it's a such a group. small group of people that are like enforcing this new law that it's 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 pretty dangerous. Yeah. It's not like all of Alabama is yeah, like, yep, and... let's do it. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a, there's a lot of controversy in, in, controversy in that as well. And, you know, there's no limits either. So if you have an emergency where there's rape, it doesn't qualify. If there's incest, doesn't qualify because Game of Thrones oh, made man. incest cool. Yeah, it's encouraged. What? what? Peter Dinklage. I thought that was going to be funny. Pure. That was funny. What if, what if they did? What if there was an incestual case and it came out looking like Peter Dinklage and they're like oh gosh all right we asked for it okay okay all right we got it well the kid didn't look like incest though he looked like a regular blonde boy right yeah yeah, regular white boy a regular white English boy didn't look English boy why uh yeah it's weird they they kind of pass this I feel like it was a snow job they kind of like threw it out there I don't understand how yeah, it can go against Roe versus Wade because they it's a state law that's former. Former. Wait until like, people vote on it. Form. You know, obviously Alabama, it's a lot of lot of heat going on. Did, did something happen in Georgia too? I saw somebody tweet something yeah. about Georgia. Yeah, did they, they do the same thing? Something like, yeah, something similar, some town in Georgia. Yeah, it's starting to take off, of course, particularly in the South. Uh, other states are seeing just how much they can, how far they can stretch it. Um, I'm not sure exactly what, what it is, though, but let's look that up. It's funny uh, how... In the meantime... It's like anybody's yeah, for this, anybody who's supporting it, until it happens to someone that they know. Right. And yes. oh shit, they have uh, to. Because, in other well, news. Wait, no, because they, uh, their church, and oh, they don't want to look. Uh, and it's like the hypocrisy, it just like all of a sudden like explodes. I have a clip from the announcement, uh, short one. Why are Hollywood's biggest studios and stars silent on Georgia's new abortion law? Okay. Here's a, here's a clip from the, the announcement of the uh, abortion law passing in okay. Alabama, if you want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's hear it. What's Y'all better keep those legs closed. Because if not, we're going to pluck you. Pluck you right to hell. Uncle Cletus is in the back. Just because you're my cousin Wait for doesn't mean we can't get it on now. You're going to foster my baby. Or are we going to tall and feather you? Sue us at the ACLU version of the underscore podcast. Bruins complete the sweep of the Hurricanes and <laughs> advance to the finals. Sweep us. Dude, the fucking Boston Bruins are in the Hold Stanley up. Cup finals. I don't care. What is a Bruin? A bear. Why do they call it salt? They're not seeds anymore. They're already, like, grown. Okay. What? What? Uh, what? What's the other hot news um, earlier this week? So, yeah, we're possibly going to war with Iran. 
and and China. China, China. has no good oh, again yeah. in the, the tariff. The, market. the tariff tassel. I'm glad <laughs> I have no money in the stock market right now. The tariff. Um, China. Good deals. Tariff tassel. The tariff tussle. The tariff watusi. No, I tariff. No, you tariff. No, I tariff. No, I do. I. I'm tariffing. I'm tariffing you. I'm gonna tariff your fucking ass. The tariff watusi. I'm gonna bend you over and give you a terrible tariff. Tariff. I would. Idiot. China terrifically too. Terrifically too. Also. So it is now official. As of today, the big dope from Park Slope is in the race number 24 of uh, potential candidates to take on Donald Trump. 24 people. It's quite an uprising. Everybody must. That's everybody's right. just waking up thinking, I, I can be president. But in, uh, right. Comrade Bill, Warren Wilhelm, so, excuse me, let's call him by his real name, Warren Wilhelm, uh, Will Some do. people are, are on the Will fence. Come. A lot of people think that he's going to abandon his duties in the Big Apple, other come. New Yorkers feel. You know what? It's better off that he's off in Iowa or Nebraska or New Hampshire. As, as long as he's far away from the city, he can't do any more damage. That's the consensus. Yes. Let him come out to, uh, to California, 24, 24 Will. people. You guys can take him. 24 people. Booted shade. Uh, and there, there were a couple Beto. others. There was a guy Biden who dropped Bernie. out from West Virginia. Bernie, Biden, it's all Buttigieg. Buttigieg, Biden, Beto, Bernie. Buttigieg. All a bunch of boneheads. Boneheads. I think you should come home to Greenbow, Alabama. Alabama. See, I think I should run uh, a race, but for Alabama, I think I could just go down there and just spew some shit, and they'd be like, "He's got good ideas," you know. And I'll just be like, "I think we all need to have a truck in every garage and a fried chicken in every pot." Clock for governor, and it's not even electoral like year. And they're like, "Vote him in," you know. Just, just right. Your name you can make there. it happen with that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That campaign. Uh, that campaign. <laughs> And in Hollywood, as they mourn the death of Doris Day, gentlemen, I got to be honest, I forgot Doris Day was still alive. And I think so that's what she wanted because apparently, I, apparently she doesn't want a funeral. She doesn't want a marked grave. She just wants to disappear you know into what? the dust. Oh, good for her. Jen said the same thing. She's like, I thought she died like a long time ago. I said, I did too. I read that and I thought she was like a Dean Martin or something. Like she passed away a long time ago. I didn't realize she was still alive. I really uh, don't know who she is other than from the Billy Joel tune. From that Billy Joel number. talk with Rock Hudson. <laughs> Good reference. She was just famous for her hairdo. She was just the, you know, the, the blonde bombshell. She wasn't she was like dropped dead. She wasn't band. like Marilyn Monroe. Right. No. No, she well, wasn't. Yeah. She was just one of those fifties icons. I don't know, Pillow Talk. It was one of those movies I we had in the family as a kid on cassette, and Ooh, I never watched it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. that's like, yeah, you've heard Rock of that Hudson. though. Rock, yeah, they, they they didn't know Rock Hudson was hmm. biting the Pillow Talk hmm. back then because hmm, 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 hmm. he was biting. John probably is also familiar with pillow the other biting. song of 
well, with Doris Day's name, and of course, by sung by Stocker Channing. Oh, from the film. Uh... Yes, from Greece. Greece. He's such a Greece fan. Oh God. <laughs> hey, I'm Doris Day. Greece. I was not brought up that <laughs> way. <laughs> I was listening to the Greece soundtrack last night. And I, it, it occurred to me. Whenever in doubt at any karaoke, people just sing Grease. You know, they're like, oh, let's just do Summer Lovin'. You know, that's like the go-to. Grease is like the go-to for any karaoke. Oh, everybody does that on karaoke. It's so annoying, though. Right, that right. is the most annoying karaoke <laughs> duet. I think it's oh, yeah. karaoke. It's you, so need to do, you need to do offbeat songs like Inagata DeVita, like 15 minutes of instrumental music. Nights in White Castle. Yeah, nights in white satin. Nights in white satin. Castle. White, black set white castle. It like I didn't want to lose it, <laughs> you know. I had to like get we'll it out because I saw this old dude do nights in white satin, and it it tore the house down. And that song is kind of weird, you know. Yeah. And it's the end of the song. Yeah, it gets weird. And this, yeah. It's like you know what else has a weird ending too? Is uh, my Sharona? You know the? It's like on every episode of Full House when Uncle Jesse plays. They're like my Sharona. Do 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 do. It's got a catchy beat, and then the last three minutes of the song is this like long guitar solo that's like sped up as if they knew this would be their only hit. So like, let's just put all the talent we have in this song. So at the end, it's like, and it, it doesn't fit at all. It's like a new song. But they're like, this is the only chance we got at radio. Let's just put it all out there. The song's like seven minutes long. Yeah, I think I've, I've heard that. Um, yeah, it's weird. Nights in White Satin. What is another so, good karaoke song that you got to do? Candyman by uh, Sammy Davis every, Jr. Every... with you. Cover it with chocolate or a miracle or two. The Candyman. Or a miracle or two. The Candyman can. That's a good topic. What song? I actually heard that on the man. Serious Another creepy. Don't you think? Don't you think karaoke should only be like for jokes? Like it's. You see some people go up there. Like, I saw a guy do, like, Bush's Machine Head once. Oh, the country singers take it so seriously. It's always the country singers. I hate country. They get so deep into Country music has no soul. Sorry Sorry to say it. If they do, it's very, very small. It's better to just sing some Johnny Rebel when you're up there. What the hell are we doing in here, Louisville? <laughs> but it's, yeah, like the character. Have you ever been driving around? Never been part of town? Good, good reference. Looking for It's weird. Look. They're looking for And out. Soft and free. Johnny looking Rebel. Looking for a handout. Well, I'm trying to he think of another creepy great song. Great musical accompaniment. Another good creepy song. You know, he was on Stern once, and he was told, and, and they expected him, I think, to be really uh, into the, the character, like Daniel Carver was. But he was just like, oh, yeah, well, I, I wrote, I wrote that song back in about 1969. I was just hired to write it. 
So I thought about uh, some lyrics and read the news about a black guy getting shot. So I wrote, <laughs> so I wrote a song called "Black Guy Getting Shot." Oh, I didn't realize he was on stir. Yeah, they they managed to get him. I, but he wasn't. Um, he was Clifford he wasn't Joseph Trahan. What I expected. Yeah, he was born in Louisiana. Voodoo. He died. He died in Louisiana. Spooky voodoo. All right, I gotta pack it in. Yeah, let's put tonight the W call. This was a solid Slice show. Slice me. Slice me. Let us know what you like to hear some more trivia quizzes at. We will read them on the air. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. For the man in charge of giving out a handout to gentlemen driving around, Michael Biscardi, to the man in charge of karaoke tonight in his bedroom, Jonathan Asinger, to the man in charge of singing karaoke to Johnny Rebel and getting shot later on, I am Matthew Clark. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Good night, everybody. Robert Pattinson to play. Godspeed. Batman. Uh,